Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post-game show podcast. And what a win that was. 20-9 over the first place Reds. The Cubs within four games of first place on the 1st of August. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Delmendo, also the trade deadline day. We had a full one-hour podcast for you just talking strictly trade deadline moves and moves that didn't happen as well. Uh, so if you're looking for that, go back and check it out on the YouTube page or also in podcast form. We appreciate it. Thumbs up on the way. Thumbs up. Uh, wow, the chat's rolling already. They're vibing. The, you know, we got the thumbs up are starting. Please hit the thumbs up on the hit way that in. like button, please. And uh, we're getting a lot of people starting to check in with us. I've seen some good comments already. Someone the, said DFA K and Morell. I'm like, why would we DFA Morell? What? Well... You can't be happy with 20 runs. You can't be happy be with 20 runs. Shay, here's oh, the people have spoken. The people have spoken and they want the beer bat back. <sighs> I went away for a few days. I come back and the beer bat is gone. It's just gone. They Cody's deserve, given up on they, it. It's been no, put away. They, it's on a they, shelf somewhere. They He's not doing deserved, it. They deserved no beer bat. Not the people listening, but the Chicago Cubs. Chicago right? Cubs. So you care. tried to spark I, I, them. I don't care how much. How much the Cubs don't want to acknowledge me for anything. I deserve some credit for manifesting, uh, you know, the wins this year. All right. Whenever they got swept by the Angels, I started yep. taking all the guys who were struggling to to, to save the season. And what happened? They won 11 to 13. All right. You're gonna Whenever get- I said I was going to start taking uh, Say Suzuki or Ian Happ, they had lost only three games since I said that. All right. I don't know what the record is since I've come back, but it's pretty good. They have two losses since you came back. That's right. So. Best team in the National League again, since I returned. When I, I have done my part, folks. I have done my part as a fan for the Chicago Cubs this year. So when you're, when you look like you're about to sell for the third consecutive trade deadline. Take away the bat. I'm taking away the beer bat. It's like a little kid. You got to take away things. Get them behaved. But we're back. We scored 20 runs tonight. 21 hits. Seven homers. And we've won what? Uh, nine out of 11. Best record in the National League since the All-Star break. We're vibing, man. Uh, yeah, 20 runs, 21 hits, seven home runs. Hell yeah, baby. Including the new guy. They said this team could Coming up with some power. big hits, not home runs, but he had uh, some big hits. So here it comes, folks. The beer bat is back. Ooh, I haven't got a poor <gasps> The losing streak is over. And Vanilla Chill is calling a regression and saying this is going to take... <laughs> over 15 seconds. I said yesterday, put the over under at 13 seconds. So David's being just mean. He says beer bat for DFA Mancini. Super chat. <laughs> line up looking a little bit longer with Jamer. Nice win. Can't argue with that. I mean, where are we at? I said it was going to lengthen the lineup. I didn't say it was going to deliver 20 runs. Yeah. I mean, listen, Lively just did not have it tonight. And then the Reds made him eat it because their bullpen was taxed. It was so bad that they had a position player pitching in the seventh inning. You know Tyler I mean? says 12.4 seconds. Shape calling 13.2. Joe says 15.5. Uh, 13.56 is up there. Uh, ben is going over 20. Oh, Collada says that he deserves credit. You scroll up a little bit, uh, Sarah. He says, I am responsible for Cubs winning. I shamed Ricketts into buying. <laughs> All were, right, Godfather, I'll give you credit. The Godfather credit is due. was consistent. Gerard Godfather says 12-5. Fernando says 11-7. What are we all thinking? Here we go. The beer bat. Are uh, you going to make your dedications? Because I'm going to get the stopwatch ready while you're making we your dedications. We got a little bit of foam here, but we'll do it anyway. Sox guys are uh, trying to get in on this. Their fun is over for this. Well, they want to watch me probably fuck this uh, this 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 chug up or whatever. I didn't know where we were going like for that, weeks, but okay. But, uh, anyway. All right, beer bat. This, make your dedication. <laughs> I haven't done a dedication. All right, this beer bat is for my guy, Mike Talkman. The summer of Mike Talkman. Continues. All right. Three hits tonight. Hell hit time opposite, pounder. Opposite field homer. Uh, Cody Bellinger as well. He uh, at one point was batting a thousand for three consecutive plate appearances. Uh, he just continues to stay hot. This team is on a roll, folks. Uh, Jed Hoyer's calling vibing. for 6.9 seconds. Six point. Yikes. Jed. All right. Very, very Jed, fast. That's, that's high expectations, Jed. But, you know, anyway, are we nice. ready? Nice. Here we go. Oh, my God. They're watching go. me. Okay, oh, the Sox guys are watching. And begin. And the clock is on. Here we go. Cody Del Mendo. 
in honor of the Palatine Pounder and the Cubs turn it around four games out of first Del Mendo around third heading for home and he is in the home stretch boom I got him at 12 2 3 does that sound fair 12 2 3 some are saying 11 6 Clint is saying 69. No, it was faster than that. He had he had 10 seconds, Sarah. There was a lot of foam in there, though. Yeah. yeah. He There's had 10 foam. seconds, yeah. and he got to the bottom, and it just... There was a lot of foam. The foam got him. It, it wasn't I his normal good I took all of you pour. personally. You were like 20 seconds. I was the Nathan Michael was Jordan. Have you ever gotten 20. 20 seconds? I feel like you're always like under 20. His fastest well, is under nine, right? You should have been doing this the first like three weeks of the year. Well, yeah, the first one was like 90 <laughs> seconds. It was like maybe, actually it was more like two and a half minutes. Oh my God. Vanilla Chill says I like should have never wine Cody. Sniffing the beer. So this is, never this is what doubted. happens whenever I have to hold a grudge. All right. I have he consistently been saying in this he office for the last week that no one holds a grudge at CHGO like me. And that is why I will go find old Cody Bellinger tweets that are that are uh, slandering him. And I will quote tweet you with that funny uh, Oh, watch Tom out, Cruise watch game. out. That's meme. a dangerous slope to go down. It's a dangerous, Zachary dangerous says, way to go. Zachary says, talk nice to me. I say, talk dirty to me. <laughs> what a game that was. 20 runs for the Cubs, 7 home runs, 21 hits. And, I mean... It's amazing nice. what happens when you play Mike Talkman in your leadoff spot. It was huh? an interesting lineup. First of all, we, we talk about the trade deadline stuff, and Jamer Candelario makes his return to the Cubs, 2016 World Series champion, if you didn't know. Back with the Cubs. If you didn't Originally know. signed, made his debut with the Cubs in 16, played five games. He's back, and they get him at the trade deadline, arguably the best bat that was available at the deadline, signed by the Cubs or traded to the Cubs, I should say. And he's in the lineup. He gets four hits. But the interesting part was that he was playing first base. And David Ross has said before, said right before the game, that's where they expect him to play a lot. First base. Now, he hadn't played there <laughs> since 2020. Yeah. And then we'll have, I have a good, the story they told in the broadcast, if you missed it, is really good. The guy didn't even have a glove to use. David Ross is like, you're playing first base. And he's like, I don't have a glove. <laughs> So he had to use Miguel Amaya's glove over at first base, and now he has to order a glove because he realizes, oh, the, they're going to play me at first, not third, where I had the highest war of any National League third baseman so far this season. So he was there, but that allowed Tockman to play right instead of Seiya. Yeah. And put Bellinger back in center. And, I, you know, I can't argue with 20 runs. It's a, it's a one-game sample <laughs> size, but pretty sweet. How about Cody Bellinger? They didn't trade him. They decide not to trade Cody Bellinger. And that that oh, price for him is man, only going man. up. I, I, you know, what, somebody in the, in the chat at the very beginning of the show, before we were even on, said 10 for, I, don't, I didn't see how many years you said, 10-year deal they wanted for for um, Cody Bellinger. Listen. <laughs> 10 years, 10 285. Okay, flat earth poker flat said earth 10, 285. Poker. I'll tell you this. Shohei is still the number one target. Yes. But Cody Bellinger is quickly becoming number two. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it could be 1A, 1B, because if he's healthy and he's playing like this, he's everything you want on your team. Yeah. It's a lot of money. A lot of money for a guy who's shown some injury history, but he's a left-handed bat. Power. He's still young. Yep. He has Plays. MVP pedigree. As gold glove defense. And a gold glover. And can play all over the Listen, field. Anytime you sign that kind of check, it's a risk. Mm-hmm. This team's got cash. Go spend it. Yeah, I agree, man. Give me Shohei. Give me Bellinger. Give me division title. Give me World Series give, aspirations. Give me real <laughs> competition. Yeah. Real competitive baseball that could get you some World Series. Bellinger hit the scoreboard. That was Schwarber-esque, yeah. the home run tonight. Broke it, right? It wasn't yeah. onto the scoreboard, but he <laughs> broke the thing. <laughs> yeah. Flat Earth Poker says 30-year-old Xander Bogart's got $280 million. Well, I got to tell you what, the other guy we got, we'll get to him in a second, mm -hmm. but he seems like the steal of the offseason at, at that deal right now. But Bellinger... Man, you can only you can only dream what it would have been like if you'd have been able to play like this all season with no injuries. Well, you got to think that your record would be better. Would, I, I don't I absolutely guarantee that. The uh, 
What what did we say at the beginning of the year? Before the games even start, we said that this team, if they're in it, it's going to be because Cody Bellinger yes. is doing something. He's well, He'd have he, to be he, playing at an all-star level. Yeah. Maybe not maybe not MVP level, but if they're in it, yeah. he was worth the contract. We thought the that if deal. they were and a competitive team, if they were buy, like buyers at the deadline, that it's because Cody Bellinger has become, he's gotten back to some sort of form that he was in like 2019, right? He's at least since, honestly, since he's been back, since he came back from the injury, he had a great April for sure. Seven home runs in April, I believe, if I remember right. 1.5 F4 at the time, at the end of April, was playing gold glove center field defense. That team, the team was playing well in April, right? Um, struggle, uh, struggled beginning in May, him and the team. But, and he sustains the injury, comes back after like a month. The power didn't really show up right away, but he was getting hits. He was getting on base. He was playing good defense at first base while, while he was still healing up to potentially go back out to center. And as soon as, it, it was almost like as soon as he went back out to center field, when he was a... a when the Cubs started consistently playing him out there in center field, that's when the power started to show back up. And ever since then, he's just taken off, man. Like, I love watching it. I love watching it, one, because he's an easy guy to root for. Because he, he, because he was a guy that people had given up on. People criticized the Cubs for signing this guy. People were like, oh, we're gonna, you're going to pay this guy $17 million or whatever it was? This guy who's been washed for a couple years? Yeah, because of injury, and obviously he needed a change of scenery. He did. It worked. All right. He had to get back with his old hitting coach. And yeah, you got to get back and with the that. Old well, that coach. was absolutely crucial. Max Steffen says on a super chat, CHGO makes being a fan fun, especially when we win. Max, yeah, baby, Max. we love you. Thanks, Max. We love Appreciate you, Max. Um, so yeah, like it's super easy. Again, Superstar. it's it's super easy to root for the guy, and. Um, and I, prettiest swing in baseball, flat earth. I tell you, it, it is a pretty swing. Yeah, left-handed swings are pretty. He's got a good one. He's got. He's. It is a pretty swing. Yeah, he's he's a he. He is putting himself into a very very good situation come this winter, and I I swear if the Cubs are not part of it, Cody is seven hundred million enough to get you Shohei and Cody Bellinger. Well, can, we take seven, my, can we Shohei take 700 get... milge of that uh, <laughs> 700 mildo the old Ricketts bank and Show, just and uh, then mow that over to those two guys? I don't think that's enough because I think Shohei is going to get 600 million. And I think Bellinger is at least going to get 150 to Shohei and 150 to Bellinger. I think 750 is probably the number. Yeah, seven fifty is the number. If you could spend seven hundred and fifty million on two guys, would you spend it on it, those two guys? And six hundred of it's going to Shohei, if it happens. But and what a lineup you could have, though. God, yeah, on top of the because prospects you got coming up next year, you'd have a great, you'd have a great mixture of power mm-hmm. and guys. Now, again, if you have Bellinger and you have Shohei. Someone like Madrigal can be your third baseman. Yes, you don't you don't worry about that power not being there. Again, I don't know who the first baseman is. That first baseman might be Bellinger because PCA might be the guy giving you cheap play in center field eventually. Yeah, some of those young guys come, and you would need young pitchers to start to step up because that would mean there's no way you're paying somebody like Stroman. You would be going cheaper in the rotation and hoping young guys deliver, but. You can dream, Cubs fans. Colada says, "Play the tape of the show and of a sh- of the show in January." Cody, Luke, and me wanted Bellinger. Credit to us, Godfather. That's right. Credit to us. That's Big right. Of us. He's the man. Credit uh, to us. <laughs> Dansby Swanson was the big off-season signing last year. And everybody said, "Ah, we got the consolation prize. Consolation prize." They got the cheapest deal of the big money shortstops, and he has been everything you could ask for. He's as slick as you could get at shortstop. Two home runs. Dansby Swanson is your DraftKings king of the game. Two hits, five RBI. Spectacular. Home runs? Said he didn't have the power. Those home runs are starting to add up. What, he's got 15 now? Starting to add up. Bellinger's got 16. Yeah. Well, it was only a matter of time. This guy's 
This guy's been one of the best shortstops in the league the last two years, right? He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna hit over twenty. We 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 twenty five. I think was the number last yeah. year. It's not ruled out. Right now he's up to a seven ninety six OPS. I feel like if at the end of the year you look at it and he's around eight fifty, mm-hmm. you feel really good about Dansby Swanson. The dude just gives you elite defense at shortstop. He gives you quality at bats. He gets on base. And that's the one thing that one reason why I haven't really been worried about him all years. Like, yeah, power hadn't been there at some at some at certain points, especially during parts when the team was really struggling. But the dude gives you quality at bats, man. Yeah, some, he'll have a few games where he strikes out more than you you'd like to see. But every player's doing that these days. So, yeah, he's he's just really fun to watch. He's it's really hard for me to to complain about Dansby it Swanson. It is. It man. is. He is as valuable as anyone on this roster, and you and you could see it when you when the Cubs came out of the All Star break and they lost that series against the Red Sox. They really missed his presence, not only in the lineup but even defensively. Even though Nico and Morel Everything were, were okay up the middle, they were okay. They were fine, but there were there were you there were some moments where you're like, man, if Dansby's out there, you definitely yes. have the better defense. All right. Dansby Swanson, he might not be the engine that makes this team go, but he is a big part of it. And I give all the credit to Jed Hoyer. And I've been I've been saying this all season for the most part. I give all the credit to Jed for getting that right. Cause I know I I know me and probably Luke. We were we sat here all all, all last season. We're like Correa, Correa, Correa. We were. He gets paid more money. Bogarts gets paid more money. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner gets more money. We all said all three of those guys were better than Dansby Swanson. We did say it. And we all basically, whenever Swanson signed with the Cubs, we're like, we were just happy they got one, but we were also kind of like, well, is he going to be as good as the other three? And he has been better than all three. We just said, hey, get one of them. I didn't really care. Like, I, I just said, get one of them. And even Jed Hoyer admitted, like, there was a point where he was like, uh, I'm a little afraid we might strike out on this. It didn't happen. What I love about our chat is not only the super chats, which we're getting to in a second, we're over 100 likes. Hell yeah. And we got the super Already. chats coming in. But we have a man of integrity. Minutes. Garrett says he was wrong. He wants to admit he was wrong about Dansby Swanson. Big of you, Garrett. Big of you. Credit to you, man. AJ Katz loves the middle infield with such a burning passion. I'm with you. And I saw uh, our friend Rhonda was saying nice things about us. We appreciate that. Rhonda said nice things about us. Rhonda said nice things. Barb always says nice things about us. Congrats (laughs) on the movie. Million dollars. Billion dollars now, Barb, on Barbie. Uh, Can you show us some of the super chats for us, Sarah? Let's get through some of these. Fernando, $1.99, Belly and Candy. Uh, Candelario, if anyone mm-hmm. didn't know, at five hundred million total and a pitcher. I don't know how much money Candelario is going to get, but it better not be anywhere near half that kind of money. But if you're talking about three <laughs> players at five hundred million dollars, and you're figuring that Bellinger is a big chunk of that, okay. Yeah. See, okay, that's kind of the that. thing. Is like the Cubs do have. I think we'll know more about the holes that the Cubs have by the end of the year, but Shohei's. Is two all two MVP oh, caliber man, players. He? Yes, he's, you can lose Stroman with Shohei for sure. I, he's the dream, man. He is the dream. I don't he care how much I don't care how much you have to pay for him. But if you do miss out on Otani, you I just you know if if Bellinger continues to play like this, he's got to be your number one target, and then you just hope that they're able to bring in some other guys. And again, you have your best prospects set to make their debut in 2024. Mm. And so that is only mm. going to help this team even be even better. That's why I was all about buying go or buy or at least staying pat go uh at the deadline this year because this team deserved a chance to see what they could do. Play some meaningful games, get a little playoff experience if it happens, all that. That's why I I wanted I needed them to figure it out and get to the point where the front office wasn't forced to fully sell. And uh, I'm glad they did. And now we get to see it all play out. I know last night we were all pissed off. And tonight we're all way too excited. And, You're doing beer bats. And, and I'm doing beer bats. And we're I'm back to being delusional. And, and belly and more. Oh, my. <laughs> we're back to being delusional Cuffs fans. Dreaming about Otani one day. And dreaming about what the rest of the season could bring. That's what we do. You probably get Ver- Verlander on the cheap, too, while you're at it. <laughs> but, no, I don't, I don't hate that idea. Uh, 
if Candelari plays well in the second half, I don't even think he's going to cost you that much. He he's only had a few really good seasons. You you probably you probably get him on a two or three year deal. Once you get once you get Shohei and Bellinger, that's when you start getting the veterans chasing a ring. Just coming, just sign. What yeah. I'll play for anything. All right, uh, Dana super chat. Candelario, the OG, great debut. Thankful we picked him up at the deadline. And World baseball Series junkie champion. with a $20. $20. Super chat. What does he say? A dollar every said. run the Cubs scored tonight. Cubs baseball isn't just Thank a you. game in my home. It's the way of life. Relevant baseball in August for the first time since 2020. Has the vibes rolling the CHO crew as a second family. Hell yeah, man. That's what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Family. Appreciate uh, it. David says for five bucks, second beer bat chug. For my first super chat, question mark, Burgundy. <laughs> Love you guys, by the way. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, David. We appreciate it. No, Both the super chat that. and the flattering words. I do appreciate it, though, David. Um, what do we have? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, 420 now in the chat. Wow. The Cubs Look train. at us. As, as, my, as my good friend Dan Plezak says, the big blue train is starting to chug. The big yeah. blue train is on the tracks right now. Oh, man. We're going to have to get Plezak on there and see if we can get the old conductor's hat back and a few of the choo-choos because I could tell you one thing I noticed tonight. Wrigley's back to rocking. Oh. Two nights in a row. They didn't win last night, but Wrigley's back to rocking. Yeah. Well, the fans have been begging for this, man. Begging? Well, they deserve They've it. They've been craving it. They deserve it. Look at I mean... We got 400 people watching this right now after beating the Reds 20 to 9. Just sitting here with two idiots in a chair. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, people just want to talk about this team. People want to get hyped up about this team. This is what I've been dreaming of, honestly. I've been thinking about these types of games since the moment they traded the core at the deadline in 2021. Just get me back to this, to games that matter, to, to competitive baseball for hope that will probably lead me to getting hurt again but at least giving us something exciting to watch that's right that's what i wanted for this year and it's been a roller coaster ride for the most yeah. part but i love the way this team bounced back tonight especially after yesterday where you know you get off to a bad start in the series stroman struggles again all this stuff you kind of battle back almost complete the comeback you fail to do it you fall get five games back go into the last deadline day don't really do too much and you go into this game where honestly there's more pressure on you to win this game tonight than it was the reds but you pulled it out and you 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 stomped on your on their throats in the first inning it was five to nothing after the first inning the cubs batted around in the first inning so look at Gary throwing shade at us. Can you get to where the Bears guys are? They had over a thousand. Let me tell you, Gary. Why would you say that, Gary? They're, they're, here's come we, on, man. We give you all. Podcast, we give you all Gary, the all the talk. This on podcast here. has standards. Can can we? We're one game over five hundred. Those are the Bears you're talking about, man. That's the NFL. That's the king. And frankly, the only skin that we're willing to show on this podcast is Cody's legs after a win every once in a while on some shorts. We got Braggs and Carmen willing to take their shirt off for everybody to, yeah. to raise super chats and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they just bicker and yell at each other. Oh, oh we love them. But we're just you know, fans. Come on, let's compare apples to apples. You this Cubs team stuck. goes to the playoffs. You watch our numbers. <laughs> Tell a friend. Yeah. Here's what I would say, Gary. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Hashtag vibe with us absolutely hashtag vibe with us uh <laughs> candy four hits justin Steele, six innings gave up some runs but again when he started giving up the runs yeah he was supposed to be just throwing strikes so i don't i don't worry about like to me justin Steele was shoving he came out in the first inning made de la cruz look like a Ooh. a single a player yeah so i'm not like i thought Steele was great Okay. Did they get a few runs against them? Yes, but that was when you when you start scoring runs like that, you don't want him nitpicking corners and 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 trying to get deep into count. You want him just throwing some strikes, and strikes are going to get hit by a good team sooner or later. Let me go back to the 2014 Chicago Cubs draft, and I'm asking you, when is the last time a Chicago sports team, any sport, had a draft like the Cubs had in 2014? Kyle um, Schwarber, first round. Justin Steele, ace, fifth round. Dylan Cease, ace, sixth round. That's a... That is a draft. Yeah. 
Now, I know our friend Niren, who I haven't seen so far yet on the I haven't, We haven't chat. seen him in a while, to be honest with you. But. He criticizes some drafts, but you can look back at 2014 and say they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Now, obviously, a, Chris, a lot of those drafts did pretty well mm-hmm. leading up to 2016. 2014 was a good drive. I mean, they don't have Cease anymore, but Cease was still used to get you Quintana. True. Who wasn't a bad pitcher. It's just maybe you didn't use the trade at the, at the time I thought it was fine. But maybe it didn't work out well. But that doesn't mean the guy you drafted was wrong. You drafted Schwarber, Steele, and Cease Mm -hmm. in the first six rounds of the draft. So pretty impressive. I ask you where that stacks up, and then I ask the Sox guys tonight. I ask you to be impartial, Cubs fans, in the CHGO podcast live chat. Would you rather have Justin Steele on his contract right now and control, or would you rather have... Dylan Cease. Would you trade Cease for Steele straight up? The Sox guys thought about it and they said, no, if we're the Sox, I'm holding. And I said, if I'm the Cubs, I'm also holding. It's two more years of affordable control that you have more than what Cease has with the White Sox. So Steele's controls up until 2028. They're both 27, but Steele has two extra years of control than Cease does. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty tough question. The Sox guys should say Cease because they don't have a good enough defense behind Steele. I think this, he's getting traded in the offseason. This isn't this, and this isn't slander to Steele at all. But the the one thing that Cease has over Steele is he definitely gets more strikeouts. Yeah, definitely has more electric stuff. Mm-hmm. Steele is a two pitch guy. He just goes out there. Everyone knows what he has, and he says, "Try and hit it." And he throws those Mississippi fastballs as Abrazale yeah. tweets all the time, and you know. And he gets it done. He gets the job done. Does it help that the Cubs have a really elite defense behind them? Absolutely. But you look at any good team around the league, they all have a good defense behind them more often than not. And I'm sure that some of those pitchers, too, are getting some some help because of their defense behind them. So, I, hey, the Cubs have a, a – they, they, they set up their starting pitching well with the defense behind them. And that is why Justin Steele has definitely been way better than I think we all really expected coming in the year. But also at the same time, he's had some starts where he has looked really, really, really good. Like top of the rotation. Let me let that guy start game one of the playoffs, wherever it starts, and and ride that. And tonight, yeah, he gave up that homer to Stevenson, who Stevenson has mashed him tonight or mashed him in the the few games that they've gone up against each other but other than that other than that homer he w- he went into the sixth inning only giving up three three earned runs right so yeah but overall i there there's it depends on what you want you want more swing and miss you want more strikeouts then you probably go cease if you just want a guy who throws strikes and finds a way to get to keep guys in the ballpark that's one thing that still does do he doesn't give up homers very often he gets a lot of soft contact and he gets, he just goes out there and gives you quality innings. The the one con for for Cease is he does walk a lot of guys. I love both guys. They're both I, great. I, lo- I mean, that's why it's a great draft. I love both guys. I believe you have three combined Tommy John surgeries. These are guys that had to overcome mm-hmm. to get to where they're at. Yeah. Um, and they're both fun to root for. Um, you know, losing Cease was tough when it happened. But Steele has Steele's development has been spectacular. And at the beginning of this year or this last offseason, if you'd asked that question, it would have been silly. Yeah. I don't know that it's silly anymore. Okay. That's why I asked the question. And the Sox guys didn't just jump at it. We all sat there and thought, well, you know, I, I could argue for it both ways. A year ago it was silly. Two years ago it was silly. Potentially, if you said, hey, Nico Horner is better than Tim Anderson. It's not silly anymore. Yeah, it's not silly. So a lot of things can change in baseball and things seem to be turning for the Chicago Cubs. Gary, we forgive you. Uh, and he <laughs> gave mostly because he gave us the 499 super chat. I was answering Garrett's question, not throwing shade about likes. I love all CHGO teams except the Sox. <laughs> now bring up horn for K. Well, what, uh, what about slaughter? 
Now we he's on, he's, on the ba- he's on the Bailey Horn train now. He's on the Bailey Horn train. All I Gary's can say is they need to send Anthony K back to Iowa or DFM because I've been out on him for a while. Craig says he'd rather have Talkman than Eloy. <laughs> well, this is what the summer of Mike Talkman has done to all of us. I love it. Palatine <laughs> Pounder. Man, yeah. credit to uh, our guy Joe at Obvious Shirts. I think I'm buying the Palatine Pounder. Being from the Mid-Sur Ribbon League, I probably need the Palatine Pounder t-shirt. Probably do. Probably do. Although he lives in Arlington Heights, not Palatine anymore. So, anyways. Whatever. That's that. Anyway, regarding the the the, the debate, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, I haven't watched every Dylan C start, but I know he's got an ERA over four. You know that White Sox defense is bad. The Sox guys will tell you that. I'm sure it'd be lower if he had the Cubs defense behind him. I'm sure it'd be right at sub three ARA if it, if he was behind if he had the Cubs defense behind him. Um, so I, I don't. But the the only thing that he's ever done that that I've noticed that is kind of alarming is sometimes he can walk guys way too much. So you know that. But still, he throws strikes. Throws strikes. I don't, and he's a left-handed pitcher. I didn't even mention that. So. It's tough, but they're both they're both great. But I, I guess recency bias has me leaning steel. We still love uh, Keegan Thompson, but shouldn't we at least make Mike Talkman the mayor of Palatine? Absolutely. Shouldn't he be the mayor of Palatine at this point? We could make him mayor of Arlington Heights, and then that Bears deal would get done. Yeah. You know, have a little in there. Uh I can't read the number without my readers. Is this cr- is it 170 thumbs up? 170. Well, we yes. got but we have 415, 418, we, 420 somehow, in the chat. We somehow got a thumbs down. Yeah, too. come on. We need we come need on, this is this I want to see 200. At least 200 thumbs up. We appreciate it. Uh Cody, the only thing that would make this night better would be the vibes from a trip to Sunnyside. Listen, I uh, I tweeted earlier during the game after Patrick Wisdom hit his homer or maybe it was Nico, I don't remember, that I said that if I was at beautiful historic Wrigley Field right now, I would be absolutely intoxicated in left field. Right. But I came to my job instead. Credit to me, big of me, for doing that. We don't know where Corey was tonight. He was not at the ball game, but I'm thinking probably just at Sunnyside. Right. Now, would I have made a stop at Sunnyside after the game? Perhaps. It, I, I feel like that was a that's a good bet. So... Again, big of me to come to my job, but I wish I could have gone to Sunnyside after the game tonight instead of doing this show. But again, big of me for being here. Uh, Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer one-stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are on your cannabis journey. Easy online ordering and in-store pickup. Great transparent loyalty program. Sunnyside Rewards, Illinois' favorite dispensary. They got all kinds of different brands. They got uh, Mindy's, the best-tasting gummy mm-hmm. and chocolate edibles, created by James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. They got the right Damon. High Supply, which offers quality weed that that's always available. Buds are ex- expertly grown, lab tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shakes, uh, pre-rolls, shorties, and, and concentrates. And a lot more through August. Head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers, anyone can use the code. So pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. Mike Evans with the Super Chat. Can we start the Mike Talkman Rookie of the Year talk? He's been in the league for Get a while. Get the hype bro. going. He's been, he's been in the league for a while, bro. He's not a rookie. <laughs> he's a rookie for the Cubs. He's a rookie for the Cubs. He's, he's a first-year guy for the Cubs. Uh, I tell you what. Sunnyside, well, we know that Sunnyside and college go hand-in-hand. Hand. Sunnyside and fun go hand in hand. Sunnyside and summertime Fridays go hand in hand. So does Lewis University. Students just like you, full-time jobs, families, full-time sports fans, they go back to school to earn respected degrees at Lewis University. That's 35 miles, Cody. That's all it is southwest of Chicago and Romeoville. 
And it's, it's a well-kept secret, but it is a hidden gem. Ranked as one of U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges, they partner with numerous employers for tuition discounts, offer evening, online, and blended formats to help your work balance with your family and education. Faculty bring real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, so you have real people teaching you. And we offer career support there as well, academic resources for adult students. Maybe you're looking for that bachelor degree, finish it up, master's degree, or enrolling in a professional certificate program. Lewis has the programs for you. They offer several career-focused programs that'll set you up for success. Right now, cybersecurity is huge around the world, and Lewis is a Department of Homeland Security Center of Excellence, Academic Excellence in Cybersecurity. They provide students with scholarships, funding, scholarship funding that's not available anywhere else. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world. Learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this. I have been told on X, the X app, that... I don't, I, I don't like that, by the way. <laughs> I've been told online... I keep thinking it's the athletic. It's the same logo. <laughs> I've been told online that Colwright opened marquee with and the summer of Mike Talkman continues... They open the postgame show with my bit. If they, if, if they start using, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, they're stealing our stuff. So I don't, I'm not accusing anybody of stealing our stuff. I'm not accusing. I'm just, you know. We did steal Pal- Palatine Pounder from Pat Hughes. Yeah. Everybody did, though. But the summer of Mike Talkman. It's another story. The summer of Mike Talkman is my greatest bit. Talkinator has been. Unbelievable. Jack, Phenom. Jack R is asking me. Yes. He's literally adding me in the chat. Scroll up a little bit, uh, Sarah. You just passed it. Uh, are we sure Mancini was worse than wisdom? Uh, worse than wisdom. Uh, uh, I think that yeah. I think that was potentially a conversation. I, I thought it, it looked like the Cubs were going to have to DFA somebody to make room on the roster. Yeah. It had to come right. It had to come down to wisdom and Mancini. Yeah. It had to. I wouldn't have been surprised will, if it was either guy. I will give the Cubs credit for eating that money that they're paying Mancini because it feels like something that they it's haven't significant. done. Like that. Yeah, it's significant. Yeah, it's not just like a, it's not a couple million. It's, this is $14 million that they are just eating uh, because they're serious about winning this year. Like, credit to them. Uh, so, I yeah if I mean just based off the numbers alone yeah uh, Mancini was worse his was worse than wisdom Mancini had four home runs on the season had a minus F four he had like a weighted runs created well below average at least wisdom's hitting some homers every now and then like I don't still know. leads the team in in <laughs> uh, in taters yeah what was that number nineteen tonight. Someone Where's is asking at? me to take my shirt off. Come on, man. we have wisdom with his nineteenth home run tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, it, what? I wouldn't have been surprised if it was either guy, but once they decided that Jamer was going to be at first base over third base, mostly mm-hmm. that probably made the decision for you, yeah. in my opinion. And when out, obviously he's provided way more power st- than Mancini. Mancini has four home runs. I still don't know how they're going to get wisdom in the lineup, at, if at all. Maybe I don't either, just... but that's a pinch hitter that would scare some people. You bring yeah. him up to the plate, would need a home run to win the game. <laughs> He'd probably strike out, but, you know. I mean, you never, you just, who knows? He has played better since coming back from the injured list. I'll give him that much. So, so we're enjoying the Cubs win, 20-9 to nine over the first-place Reds. Now within four games of first-place Cincinnati. Uh, we're still talking some trade deadline topics, but again, if you want the whole trade deadline recap, we did that show from five to six tonight. That is also on YouTube and it is also in podcast form. So please check that out. We didn't talk about Verlander to the Astros, Scherzer to the Rangers, and then the sell the total sell off from the Mets, and then Bob Nightingale saying. Well, you know what this means? This means the Mets are out on Shohei. That is not happening because he's not going to a place that's going to want to rebuild next season. Do you believe that is true? Or I only hesitated because I thought to myself, well, what would stop their owner from just going out and spending more money? 
<laughs> a billion and a half dollars in the offseason. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, he go sign it's every not, free agent if he wanted to. It's not like they completely sh- like shredded the team. Like Lindor is still there. Well, Martin they got rid of two there. old starters. They, would they need yeah. pitching? Yes, but they could go out and buy more pitching. Alonzo is still there. Like, they still have dudes there. It's not like the 2021 second half Cubs. Listen, if they offer if mm. if they offer Shohei fifty million more than anybody else, and he's kind of into New York, yeah, I don't know that don't he's going to care yeah. that. I think that t- I, unlike Bob, I believe the franchise has shown that they're so willing to spend mm-hmm. that a turnaround. No, spending doesn't I, look at this year. Spending doesn't guarantee it, but he could provide faster fixes for sure. He was just willing to trade, though. He he went for it, signed all those guys, dumped them all. He'll do it again. Signing two 40-year-old, like, Cy Young caliber starters was either going to go good or bad, and it went the bad way because those guys just weren't good. And there was some, I think Verlander had some injury problems as well. You know, they if they can, if they can get a little bit younger there in that starting rotation, you know, and – and add some pieces to go with the guys I said with Marte and and Lindor and Alonzo. I I don't I could see them, especially with the owner that they have. I could see them competing next year. I'm, I'm I I don't know if it means Gary that. says Verlander was told you're not we're not competing in twenty four. So that's why he waived his trade clause. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it'd be one year, but like if Shohei gets fifty million more, and they're like in two years we will be legit. You might buy that. I'm not ruling. Know, I, I'm not ruling out the Mets I, because their pockets are so deep. Yeah, I don't know. I I'll believe it when I see it because I'm not gonna. I I don't believe that Steve Cohen's gonna be like, nah, we're gonna we're we're know. not gonna spend much this off se- this off season. We're gonna we're gonna try and go younger and use some of our prospect depth or whatever. Nah, I don't I don't see that like. They'll, they'll be active. I think they'll be active. I don't know if they'll be as active as they were this past offseason off because they're eating a lot of money. Listen, they they basically paid for prospects. Like, they paid Sherland, or <laughs> Scherzer and Verlander basically to go Sherlander, away. Sherlander, yeah, combined. They basically paid them to go away in, on top of the trades, right? Angelina. So we'll, uh, we'll see. But I... The Mets and the Padres both are great examples of, you know, winning the offseason doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win the World Series or even win your division. So, yeah, you got you to spend money to be a consistent winner. Like, the Dodgers are a great example of that. But at the same time, they spent a lot of dumb money, too. They definitely spent a lot of dumb money. Okay, real quick question before we get to ad reads, and Ryan Herrera is ready at Wrigley Field. My question is what Jack is asking. Cubs deals, were they enough? Were they too much? They Did they do enough? No, they didn't do enough. Did they do too much? They definitely no. did not do too much. They didn't do enough. I mean, outside of Swanson, Bellinger, Merriweather. No, I'm not talking trade deadline deals. Oh, leading trade deadline. deadline. I thought we were talking about the offseason. No, the deals oh, leading, in terms the deals of the trade leading deadline, up to tonight. Did, in the, term, did they do enough at the deadline to win and get into the postseason? Is it enough? To get in the postseason, I think it's a possible. Like, I, I still think there's plenty of reason for optimism. Did they do enough to sh- make sure of it? I don't think so. I Here's still I, think they really should have got a, rel- a lefty reliever. They got... The relievers they did get are going to go to Iowa. They're not going to, like, they might be on this team at some point before the end of the year, but I don't know. But they kept Stroman, they kept Bellinger, and they added Jamer and a bullpen arm. Yeah. I know they didn't get the lefty reliever. I believe that's a hole as well. However, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I will say this I don't know if they're getting to the postseason, but by making that Jamer move, They've given themselves a really good chance to at least give these young, pl- younger players and guys like Nico an opportunity to play in meaningful yeah. end-of-season games, which may not be the same as postseason games, but if the Cubs are close within a game or two, it's going to feel, every game's going to feel like a playoff game at the end. So they could mm. simulate the same type of, of now, reaction. I, this is what, or in, experience. Ge- in general, this is what I think. 
they got the bat that they needed, right? They got like they they got the position player that they absolutely needed. They but they and they and they got you know two relievers that they think have high upside. Okay, great. But there are you are they good? Are, can you put them right in the rotation right now or not the rotation the bullpen? No. So this because of that that's telling me that they're going to get aggressive with some of these guys they have in Iowa. So. Unless we start seeing some of those guys get the call and get an opportunity, which I don't expect them to get high leverage opportunities right away, and I hope they don't get high leverage opportunities right away. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, how are you going to get these guys that you're going to call up from Iowa comfortable while also still trying to win games? And so that's what bothers me about the fact that they didn't go get a reliever in general and also a left-handed reliever. Do I think the bullpen is good? Yeah, it's good. But at the same time, like, you can never not have enough. So I, I just think that they should have got at least one reliever, whether it was, you know, a high leverage one or just one for depth. I, don't, I just think that they really needed to get one. So that's where I stand on that. Uh, we are up to 200 likes. Barb is a wild card. And uh, Novadamus agrees with me, which is great. Cody, tell us about... <laughs> Barb said I'm a raging bull? Yes. What? <laughs> Barb, what do you think of these shades? Oh, That's four right. games out. Yeah. All right, Barb. Do I do I look like a raging bull when I put my shady rays on? You tell me why while I read this ad. Take on the sun 20 runs. with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent... Sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free Within 30 days, there's no risk. When you shop, their team always has your back exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving you their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Drive yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. That includes me because I rated them. Barb, also Cody uses a trick that I've often used in fishing. If you want your fish to look bigger, you just get closer to the screen. So if Cody's trying to show off the biceps, he's just moving into the lens. Do I work out? Yes. Let's just, but am I a raging Clip that, please. Clip that. That was very Ryan-esque right there. Do I work out, please? Guys, let me tell you something. Number one, (laughs) don't miss the takeover that we're going to have at Wrigley Field against the White Sox. Make sure you get your tickets for that. But also, CHGO diehards, check out that kickoff classic we've got at Cog Hill coming up on the 25th of the month, 9 a.m. tee time, 18 holes with a cart, exclusive pins and aces, tee gift for all the players. We're going to have hole contests, giveaways, prizes, lunch, drinks, a ceremony after the round, and of course, you get the diehard discount. I'll be there wearing my pins and aces gear at Cog Hill. I'll be shooting over 100. But I will be vibing with my Shady Rays, my pins and aces, and I'll probably have a little AG1 before I head out to the golf course. Yeah. I will be ready to go. And if Corey shows up, there's probably going to be some sunny side. Oh, baby. You know, probably going to be some sunny side there as well. Don't forget premium written content for all the diehards from the members at allchgo.com. We got our great shirts. Look at us both wearing CHGO gear. Sick drip. I know I'm wearing black, and everyone also thinks I'm wearing, like, White Sox colors, but it's just a regular no. CHG. Kids color. say it is sick drip. Sick drip. Dope merch. Dope merch. And Ryan Herrera brings you everything you need to read about your Chicago Cubs as they make a run 
for the postseason. Speaking of Ryan Herrera, there he is at beautiful stork. Before we field. no before, Hawaiian shirt tonight. Before we ask him a question, Fernando yeah. is asking where is the takeover he's been asking for the last two weeks. And my understanding is we still don't know where the pregame meetup is going no, to be. No, we at. don't know where the meetup's going to be. But, you know, get the tickets, go to the game with us. Yeah. But we'll, we will let you know. We will definitely let you know. You, it's going to be in Wrigleyville. We're, we're, we'll be you know. in Wrigley. I promise you it's going to be in Wrigley. The guy who asked me, or the guy who's, like, setting this up for us, he straight up asked me in Slack, what bar should we talk? Oh, boy. And see, that's trouble. And I, it's going to have a little goose. I, I, I told him Murphy's little, Bleachers. I told him Murphy's Bleachers, number one priority. But it's going to have a goose island tie. You got to see what's available sure. each day. You know, uh, there's so many great bars in Wrigleyville that we've done a show about it. Kalata <laughs> uh, asks, Kalata says he's practicing his golf game. Who wants to golf with a lefty? Would you golf with Kalata? Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the golf, oh, yeah. the Godfather? <laughs> Think of all the advice you can get, the wisdom that oh, man. Oh, the wisdom from Kalata. That, that, although every time you would go to swing the club, somebody would be on, Ricketts is cheap in your ear. <laughs> So the heck, let me talk. Uh, Ryan, question number one, was Wrigley as loud as it sounded watching on marquee tonight? It seems like the uh, excitement level has raised for these two games against the Reds. Yeah, well, first I need to address that Barb called me a little guy and that um, Cody affectionately more than me. That Cody benches more than me, which I take offense to. Uh, oh I think boy! We have, I think we should have a bench off and, and just to, just to prove. See, but, you know, see the, the Bears guys are taking their shirts off. I Listen, think there's a possibility we'll, we'll, the two we'll young bucks about. might do it on I, this podcast. I personally think Ryan would outbench me anyway because sure. I because he's he's working on other he's working on trying to build muscle and I've been trying to right. not build muscle uh-huh. all yep. summer. So like anyway. that's my excuse. Anyway, yes, Wrigley was loud today. I mean, it was, what, 33, I think, thousand was the attendance, something like that. So not a sellout or anything, but um, very loud. The Cubs obviously gave them reasons to be loud, you know. Uh, 20 runs does that. Seven home runs does that. So, yeah, Wrigley was about as loud as, um, you know, it, it, I don't know what it sounded like on Marquee, but I'm sure it, it, it did catch a little bit of what it really felt like to be right. It, it was loud. It was loud. It, Press box is shaking every once in a while. You know, Cody Bellinger hits a ball off the video board in right field and breaks it for like a half hour. Um, yeah, just a lot of noise being made from the fans at Wrigley Field today. They gave, they gave him something to cheer about today. Man, seven home runs. What a what a turnaround after a difficult loss in game one of the series. We said, boy, they can't be swept. you got to at least get a split, so they still have a chance to do that. You could still get three out of four, which would be spectacular. Uh, Ryan... We, we talked about this trade deadline going up to it. I know you got a lot of sound before the game and sound here, interviews and stuff after the game. Uh, but there was so much talk going up to this trade deadline, whether it was going to be buyers, sellers, somewhere in between. Cubs win that stretch of 10 of 12. That obviously impacted Jed Hoyer's decision to become buyers, not sellers. But when did his when did he actually make up his mind that he was going to at least go for the postseason this year instead of trading Bellinger, which would have brought him a pretty hefty return. Uh, I, well, I think it was like somewhere in the last, I think like Sunday is maybe a point. I think it might've been in the few days before that where it was like trending in that direction. Um, I, I think, you know, Bellinger was kind of off the market prior to that, I want to say, um, or what was being reported. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely think that that, you know, eight-game winning streak, 10 and 11 or whatever it was, um, really s- sealed it, you know, mm-hmm. for, for the front office, for Jed, and, like, showed him, like, well, because I, I think it goes, I, I don't think it was just this one stretch of games. I think it goes back to, you know, beginning of June, or early June, they're on the West Coast, and they get swept by the Angels, and since then, they're 28 and 17, something like that, the third best record in the major leagues in that stretch. Um, so it really started back then where it's like, okay, this team is trending up. They're actually playing to the level that they're probably capable of because May was definitely below where they were capable of playing. Um, so I think it started there and they just kept trending up, trending up and you know had their struggles every now and then, but uh, overall were playing well. And it just got to the point where, you know, Jed obviously wanted to give it to the end, Like he wanted to get as many, points of data as you could get all the information before making a complete decision and, and picking a direction. Um, so 
he was already like he wanted to to buy like he did not want to sell again he came into the season that way he said it all season and i I do think that that was like that wasn't just smoke like i do think that's the direction he wanted to go in all season um and he just needed to see them right like he needed to see them kind of complete that journey get back to 500 show them like that he can uh show him that they can shave some games off the division the lead and the wild card, get back to 500 or even over 500, like complete that journey, confirm that this is the right move to make and he'll do it. And I think that's what we saw. I don't think it was like, had they lost on like Saturday, I don't know that they, they sell, you know, I, I think it's a little more nuanced than that. It's not like a one game type thing. Um, but I do think it was that stretch of games where they were, they, you know, they were beating up on the White Sox, beating up on the Cardinals, took two or three from the Nats. I think that just kind of cemented in, the front office's mind that this was a team that was worth giving a shot the last two months of the season. Yeah, they beat up on bad teams like you're supposed to. You know, yeah. those, three te- those three teams are 52 games under 500 or were at the point mm-hmm. that the, the Cubs decided. For me, it was the Talkman catch. I tweeted right away, I believe. I believe they got a shot. So for me, that was it. Now, you mentioned Cody Bellinger. Sarah, do we have that sound that Ryan got uh, of David Ross talking about the decision about whether or not he was going to move Bellinger because that of all the pieces that he had Bellinger with the way he played in July which was the best month of his entire career and you're talking about a guy who's an MVP that was one of the best months in Chicago Cubs history for a player this is Ryan's uh, sound he, he got from Jed Hoyer talking about Cody Bellinger and what he's meant conversations um, um. No, he's been, I mean, I can say he's been everything we expected, but he's been even better than we expected. I mean, he's played like he, you know, he's played like he did in kind of 18, 19, and 20 for the, you know, for the Dodgers. He's been, he's been fantastic. And, um, and he's also just, you've, you've seen how he interacts with our players, you know, how he is in the clubhouse, how, how he is out you know, on the team. Um, he's a huge part of, of, you know, kind of why we have so much confidence in this team is like, I, I feel like he's, you know, you know, he's a huge part of it. He's, he's, um, you know, just fit in perfectly. And, um, you know, that was a really easy decision, you know, to, to keep him here. And, um, it's been a lot of fun to watch him. And I'm, I'm really honestly proud of him. Like the way he, we signed him and the next day he was at the complex working and he did not you know, take a day off other than, um, you know, I think the one, the one time I knew he was gone from the complex, he was going to Louisville Slugger to do a bat fitting. I mean, he was, totally focused on on this this year and all that hard work paid off and you know all the hard work that he and Dustin Kelly did from the first day when he got to you know when he, when he signed him has been pretty amazing so uh, he deserves a ton of credit for you know having this kind of resurgence so I mean he's been we talked about at the beginning of the podcast Ryan he's been everything that they could have hoped for when they signed him in the offseason they decide to keep him everybody says hey man he'd be a great fit in the offseason if you can pull that off bringing him back uh, nights like tonight, if money's even, might be the swaying thing. He sure looks like a guy who's having a lot of fun in a uh, Cubs uniform. And what did everybody just say about the offense tonight? I mean, geez, 21 hits, 20 runs. Uh, that's a pretty nice response to last night's game. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, we talked to, to Swanson, we talked to Bellinger, um, talked to Hat post game. This is like kind of one of those games where, you know, they, I don't think that they ever really, you know, felt the pressure of the trade deadline, right? Like they didn't let that distract them uh, all that much, but um, it is nice to just kind of get past it and know who you're playing with the rest of the season is kind of the the message. It's like, you know, these are the guys you got, go out and, and try to make a postseason run. Um, you mentioned yesterday's game, obviously did not go the way they wanted to start this homestand. Uh, they come out today and just respond and, and take advantage of a guy who's a starter who's struggling on the mound, right? He gave up 13 earned runs today, like thir- 13 hits, 13 earned runs. Like it was like the Reds had or made him wear that game and the Cubs took advantage. Um, yeah. And it was like, you know, they put out they put five runs up in the first inning. And I think it was a uh, half post game that it was like, and they didn't, you know, they didn't let off the gas there. They kept adding on every single inning going forward. Um, yeah, that's what the Cubs have to do, right? Like they, they've gone the last couple of weeks and beat up on some really bad teams, um, teams at the bottom of their division pretty much. Uh, but now they're going to be matched up, especially this week. You know, the Reds are first place in the division. The Braves are, I think, the best team in baseball right now. Um, that's the week that they have coming up. 
Um, their front office showed that they were confident enough in them to go out and make additions, and um, they're going to have to respond by having – they don't have to have games like tonight, right? Like, obviously, the Cubs will have or will take 20-run games, but they're not going to get that every night. But they have to have those games where Steel's solid on the mound uh, and the offense is just giving him runs early, giving him early leads, and or just with any pitcher on the mound, right? Like, the offense has to show up because there's been a lot of points in the season where they haven't. And you saw today some of that potential of what's in there. Danzy Swanson, two home runs, Bellinger with one, Nico hit one. Like everyone contributed pretty much. And that's what they're going to need going forward. And especially this week, this homestand is going to be uh, a big test for them. Another big game tomorrow. Uh, big game tonight was at Wrigley Field. And then the other big game was who you got. Ryan, if you missed it, uh, Cody went, what did I say, 12 seconds on the beer bat? He did bring back the beer bat. Did bring back the beer bat. Actually, he had 10, and he just got a lot of foam. There was a lot of foam at the end. It really oh, uh, threw him off. Now, when you have 20 runs and 21 hits, you're going to have some competition for who you got. Amazingly, I think we all would have agreed that Dansby Swanson probably would have won or been the, the front runner for who you got. And with five of us picking players <laughs> this nobody graphic. picked dansby swanson this, this graphic is cracking me up so Corey picked barnhart <laughs> because he was late because he was like, late he's Wait, like when did, when did luke pick candelaria i don't i don't remember that happening on, on the last post game show. show last night i said if he doesn't play he doesn't oh, play right. but i'm yeah. taking him uh right. mancini for Brendan because he was standing in lockstep with the front office is what he said. So he was taking Mancini. Uh, Half because by the way, I'm a nice guy and I hope good. things work, you know, you know, good luck to Trey Mancini. I hope he gets another shot with somebody. He's had a good major league career, but mm-hmm. it, it was probably the right move. Now we're down to Candelario first game, Bellinger and Hap. All right. Hap is out. Is, is out one for three Luke won. Yeah. Yeah. the other two guys no way i mean i'm gonna say i won yeah no i and i know i thought ryan was gonna look at this and say well ryan's <laughs> guy had three hits and a home run. and a home run oh, with right. three rbis it's a great game there's no question about it gary Broke ross says board. i win with the candy man my guy had four hits in his first game with the team this season he oh, almost how many, how, many, how many were soft contact but three of them Here's the deal. Nah. Well, he almost hit a home run the one time. That's the vibes thing. were the Candyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I do. I do give. I do give Ryan some point for hitting the scoreboard. You hit the scoreboard. That's something. What is the chat? But Barb so? says Andy Stucky. Candy. Doug says Candy. Gary says. Uh, Gary says I win. Uh, Barb says Barnhart. How many edibles did he take? Frank says Candelario. So it, it does look like the chat wants to go my way, which Doug says candy. Gary says I win. It's like Kobe says belly hit the ball way harder. So there, there's yeah, one for Ryan. It's like those years when LeBron didn't win MVP because of odor fatigue. Like this is kind of what's happening right now. Well, it looks like the people yeah, just... A lot of people say that, that about the same year that Derrick Rose won MVP and they said LeBron should have. And you know what? That's some bullshit. And I know you agree with that. Now, Ryan, can you do this? <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> I can't do it. My, my song you can't. There, there you go. It's can't happy. do it. So, there, I, I'll take the win. Well, I didn't okay, pick, I, I, I can do this too, Luke. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you could say beer bat and maybe that happens. Barb says I win the bench press contest only if we're bench pressing cupcakes. Barb, only for bench pressing cupcakes. Uh, the vibes has never been zero. John says I win. Uh, Barnhart got a hit, Craig says. Hey. All right, yeah. looks like you're uh, outvoted, Ryan, but I do think you had, a, you had at least a... This, is, this would have been one of those nights... I got Stucky vibes from Edward. I, this would have been one of those nights last year where we would have split the vote. Probably. Yeah, probably would have split I don't the know, vote. This is, this is one of those nights where if Stucky didn't win, the, the, if the chat wasn't voting for Stucky, he would say, screw the chat, which he's done. I would never say screw the chat. Those are our people. 
<laughs> we got 229 likes and we had 450 people watching on a consistent basis. We did have over 400 people in here watching. So And and wow, the, the nice things they said in the super 229 chats. 229 likes. They're very nice the people. The chat is family. They are family. Uh, okay, Ryan's going to be back at the ballpark tomorrow. Do we have any more super chats? Did we miss we, any? Did we miss any super chats? Did we miss one? Hawkeye. Oh, yes, Hawkeye. Go ahead, Cody. Uh, the ass beating that was brought down tonight. Bats were hitting. Dansby had a night to never forget. Let's close this one out with some more W's. Absolutely. That is the key. Got to take at least one more at the very least, but ideally they win the next two. Is Smiley and tomorrow? Is that correct, Ryan? As of now, yes. Okay, right. that'll be interesting. Yeah, because yeah, Wes Neski threw tonight. Yeah. And Assad pitched on Monday. Yeah, the ass man already shoved Ooh. this week, so... All right, this is going to be interesting. I need I need Drew Smiley to continue what he did last start. So, uh, yeah, I, ideally they win the next two, but at least have to split. So, got to win at least one of the next two. Hey, uh, back to four games back. Let's ride. And before we go, don't want to forget to tell you about Foco. Foco. Make sure you get fitted out in the best sports gear around: hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It's baseball season. Ryan gets his Aloha shirts, their straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Our set decorations brought to you by our friends at FOCO. Check out FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And again, don't forget the CHGO kickoff classic at Cog Hill coming up August 25th, 9 a.m. tea time. 18 holes with a cart. You get an exclusive pins and aces tea gift for all players. There's going to be hole contests, giveaways, prizes, lunch, drinks, ceremony after the round, and you get the diehard discount on top of it all. And we will be vibing with our Shady Rays on, our pins and aces gear, our AG1 and I'll be getting in our some water bottles. on these legs. And so you Cody will be tanning his luscious legs. I sure as hell ain't going to be wearing On the pants. course That's at Cog Hill. Sure. Uh, 20 runs from the Cubs. They're four games out of first place, and they take on the first place Reds again tomorrow night. We'll see you back here on the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate everybody in the chat. Thanks for checking Hit out. Hit the like button on Hit your way the out. like button on the way out, and until tomorrow's Cubs win, fly the W.